What's up, everyone? This is Keith from BizBody, and I'm so excited to share this person with you. I met her when I went to an advanced course for the muscle system specialist in Austin, and it was actually hosted um, at at her place of employment called Austin Muscle Restoration. Uh, her name is Mel. And over the next couple of weeks, we're going to go over different styles of uh, time management. We're going to go over communication. We're going to go over um, studying for what we do on a daily basis. We're going to share that all with you from the perspective of uh, where she's at and the perspective of where, where I'm coming from. So there's going to be things that we're going to talk about that we may disagree with. There's going to be things that we're completely in alignment with. And there's some things that maybe we're going to discover for the very first time. And so I'm really stoked to share this episode. And uh, this is getting to know Mel. Tell me all about Mel, like where, where you started out in this whole like exercise journey, or if there's a, there's a story behind that too. Yeah. Like, where, where does this all start? Okay. Um, so I started off as a part-time fitness instructor, um, working in group fitness. Uh, it was a side gig yeah. and, uh, I started doing it because I was approached by, a an instructor that I had, she just asked if I wanted to do this. And, um, and so I started, started doing, um, like spinning and Legree, um, and, uh, and it was just supposed to be fun. So over time it became something different. Um, I was actually, uh, actually started working full-time as a fitness instructor uh, when I moved to Austin. And I started working full-time basically just as a means to an end. I have a, had a completely different uh, path that I was taking and I was actually planning on leaving fitness entirely um, up until 2020 um, where I had a rude awakening. And, uh, and it was just this crazy turn of events that ended up bringing me to where I am right now, um, turning this into my, my real forever career. So, so when, when you got where you're at now and you're at Austin muscle restoration, what, what opened your eyes towards actually staying with exercise? What did you see that you just never saw before? Um, when I was a fitness instructor, everything was about motivation. It was about motivating. It was about keeping the, the music up. It was about a performance. Um, when I started personal training in 2020, um, I realized that I was not equipped to work with people at all. Um, I felt very under-equipped primarily because now I was looking at people one-on-one. -on -one. It wasn't about, you know, what is this routine that I'm gonna teach everybody today. It was about what does this person in front of me need? Mm. Um, and I, I realized that having a certification didn't prepare me for working with people as individuals at all. Um, when I met the people at Austin Muscle Restoration, Brandon and Shannon and Steven, I really, um, I learned that there was more to it than just aesthetics, personal training. I thought, I thought of personal training as very aesthetics based, mm. um, something that people do because they, they want to look a certain way and, um, working with, uh, with the people at Austin muscle restoration showed me that this is, this is about quality of life. This is about making 
fitness accessible to people. Um, and, uh, and that every single person is an individual and you can't, you can't sit here and say, okay, I like to do this and then follow this up with that and then follow this up with this and then do that for everybody in front of you. Everybody's mm -hmm. different. So then when you saw what was going on and you, you were, you were like, man, there, there's a lot more to this than I thought. Um, you mentioned to me at one point in time that, that it, it can seem overwhelming of all the pieces that are involved with, with understanding exercise. What, what are all the different divisions of exercise that, that you're looking at now? Um, what do you mean by divisions? Great question. Great question. Like, um, when, when I was, when I realized that, um, that there are, there's choreography and mm -hmm. like, oh, there are these squats and these, these bench presses and these downward dogs and like whatever anyone wanted to label something, mm -hmm. or there were these pieces of what this either like someone mimicking me to be like, do this. And they, they'd mimic me and they, they do this thing, right. Called, called whatever it was called. Um, I realized there was what I was seeing, right. Mm -hmm. So the divisions for me being like kinematics, kinetics, maybe mechanics, um, understanding physics and forces and, um, physiology, anatomy, and then also experience, um, from even if, if other people are doing, um, different movements and positions, uh, observing, like becoming a better observer of it. So what are some things that, that you, that you noticed for you that was like, Whoa, uh, never thought of that applying here yeah. that, that from, from here on out, it's like, Oh, um, this is now on my radar. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing for me has been, um, deconstructing movements, deconstructing an exercise. So, you know, what, what are all of the things that a body has to do in order to be able to perform a squat, for example, and taking a look at all of those things and what is it about the movement that's hard for a person and just taking it back to basics. Mm -hmm. So instead of saying, okay, we're gonna do this front loaded squat, maybe it's gonna be more about looking at their dorsiflexion or maybe it's gonna be more about looking at their knee flexion or extension. Um, and so that I think for me has been really big because it's not just like, this doesn't look right, let's try something else. It's more of why doesn't, why doesn't this look the way that I think it should look? Hmm. Or why is this uncomfortable for the person? Why does this person not feel good about this movement? Hmm. Um, so I think that has been a really huge, uh, a really huge change in the way that I look at working with people. That's really cool. Are, are, what, um, what are you currently, um, cause I, I, I imagine that you have your sessions and we talked about you, shadowing to gain different perceptions and, and, and observations. And then from there, um, you're also, uh, you're also studying. So like, yeah. what does, what does a week look like for you now in order to 
feel like you're advancing where, where you want to go? Um, finding a balance is, is really tough. Um, as somebody who's working and managing a home and, you know, you have all these things as a 39 year old adult, you know, to do. Um, but uh, I basically just use the pockets of time that I have. Um, and I just use them with, I use them for whatever I can. So if I have a cancellation and while I'm here at AMR, I'm like, Hey, Brandon, can I shadow you for a sec? Can I shadow you with this person or, um, or I'll look up something on my anatomy app. Um, I'll go through my notes from a client and I'll say, Oh, that was really weird. Let me take a look and see what sorts of things could have affected that? Because there's a lot of stuff when I work with people, particularly here at AMR, that I don't I don't understand. And so I'm like, okay, we're just going to skip that right now, and then <laughs> and we'll just we'll just work around it. And then I'll go and I'll look it up and I'll and I'll see if I can figure out a solution for it. So the next time I see them, I can instead of creating all these workarounds, uh, actually start solving problems. Um, and that really the practical aspect of studying is really the primary thing that I have time for. Um, if I can find myself with a day off um, or with a good number of hours off, then I'll sit myself down and start looking at books. I, I actually am doing a, I'm doing a course on edX. It's an anatomy and physiology course. Um, though I'm learning very quickly that it's not just about knowing the parts, although that's important too. It's really about understanding how the parts connect uh, the biomechanics of all of it. Um, that's going to be the, that's the big thing that I think I need to understand more deeply mm. in order to be successful here. Yeah. It's, it's such an ongoing process. And I like the way that you talked about workarounds and solving problems. You know, they're both very essential skills in, um, did, when you're at AMR, when you saw problem solving, what was different with problem solving that you saw there versus problem solving that you've seen in the past? Um, it's that deconstruction aspect, really. Um, when you're coaching a group class, for example, um, it's more like, try it like this. How does that feel better? And then you only have so much time to work with a person when you're in a group class. And so you, you're like, does that work? Okay, how about this? It doesn't? Okay, well then do this exercise instead. Um, whereas when you're working one-on-one -on -one with somebody um, in the capacity that we do at AMR, it's really gonna be more about, well, why? Why is that one, why does that not feel good? Well, try this. Does this feel better? Okay, well, maybe if we test this. So now we're trying to get to the root of the problem and not necessarily just trying to get along with the session. So that's I think cool. that's, it's really fun. It's really fun to be able to sit and solve a problem and to be able to understand somebody a little bit more deeply versus just being like, well, well okay, it's okay, it didn't work. Let's go do something else. I, I, you said that very very well. I like the idea that, um, which was really interesting. I, I very rarely saw people um, directly challenging where things may be uncomfortable and challenging it in a way where um, you see, you're seeing quality of movement um, and the, the, the sensation that someone's 
experiencing the perception that someone's experiencing just drastically change within a couple of reps and like how do you do that like i want to i want to know how would you do that and 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 like that was the addictive piece for me i was like oh that that can happen it's not just it has to be either on a table and then you go and, and and then you're all ready to go and then you're fixed for the for the stuff that you do out while you while you lift or you do this thing like this uh, group x thing and I was like, "Wow, there's all these pieces in between that can that can really matter, and that that I wasn't observing before." So, and yeah. and, and and that's that's really um, that's really fascinating yeah. to me. So, where do you see? Um, where where would you like your your, pro your progression to go? Like, what do you what do you see for yourself? This is oh, it's so weird because this like I said before, fitness for me was such a part-time gig. It was, so, it was such a, a, an afterthought almost. Um, and when I started personal training, it was supposed to be just a thing to get me through not having my jobs anymore. Hmm. And it was supposed to get me through to a whole different career path that had nothing to do with fitness at all. But now I see this as something that I can commit to, something that challenges my brain, something that allows for me to help others because that's something that is a, is a major must in something that I choose to do forever. Um, and, uh, and something that'll help me to have a better quality of life than, than what I probably would have had in my other career. It's just really cool. a big deal. It's not something that I've ever really, um, really focused on, but having financial security, um, and loving what I do. I didn't, I didn't know that was something I could have, I could have both of. Hmm. It, it's interesting. Cause like well, a lot of people, when they get into the realm of fitness, I, I hear a lot of either, um, people charging too little for what they do. They, they love it mm -hmm. and, they, and they don't want, they don't want mm -hmm. to like overcharge for what they do. Yeah. Um, instead of what their value is, is towards like, especially if you're a big time problem solver and not just in a problem solver, like I believe I solve problems. It's like th the people come to you and tell you that you are solving, solving their problems. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, um, the other part of that spectrum is, um, is like the idea where, um, they get bored. People get bored because they feel like they've seen it all. And, and I can, I can, yeah. I can say like, I could totally see where people feel bored with it because like, if you're looking at the same stuff over and over and over and you're just changing out exercises or mm -hmm. changing out choreography, that would be awful. Yeah. <laughs> be and that is awful. And isn't that a mindset thing, right? Like that's, that's all about mindset because you can see it as choreography. You can see it as just changing out exercises. But if you really take a look at the person in front of you, you never get bored because every person is different. Everybody's, everybody's got their own shit. And, <laughs> that's totally it. Yeah, that's it. And, and you can't, you can't sit here and say this worked for this one person. Therefore, I'm going to do this same thing for this other person because they've got a completely different set of circumstances that have brought them to you. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's unique. I think, I think it's, uh, 
I can see how it's easy to get bored, but it's just because you're not looking at it with the right lens. So I guess the next question that I have for you is, um, you, you're, you're in the, um, muscle system specialist course. Yeah. And, um, how, how has that been going for you? Um, so I started the course, oh gosh, was it June or July or somewhere around there? Um, and, uh, so I have been, it's been almost a year since I started the course. Um, and so we finished the actual online work, um, the, I've been doing practicals with Brandon here at Austin Muscle Restoration. Um, and, uh, every time I feel like I'm good or I'm getting good at it, I, uh, am brought back to my senses by something that I've never seen before. Um, and I'm, I realize that every single day is going to be like this. <laughs> Everything is connected. It's been, it's been really, really amazing to learn that. Um, and it's also very hugely terrifying because I think the more that I learn through the muscle system specialist course, the more I have to talk myself out of a panic when I'm doing something new, because I'm like, what if I, what if I totally blow them up right now, <laughs> you know, because I don't, because there's something I don't know. Um, so yeah. it's, it's, it's been really, really cool. I, I love the course and, um, I'm really excited to test out. I'm actually supposed to test out in June, which I don't know that I'm ready for, but we're going to give it a go. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just want to, I just want to, I just want to be good at it. Mm. That's, that... But I don't, I don't know if I ever will though. Well, that, that, that makes two of us, right? <laughs> I mean, this is, this is a continual process and, and that's yeah. why I really like, um, you said something that was really, um, really interesting to me because this is something that, that I don't know, um, like how, how do you schedule, how do you schedule your day? Like what is, what is the first thing you do when you schedule? Like, how do you set up, set up your schedule? My, uh, my, my work schedule or my study schedule, my whole day. Yeah. Okay. My whole day. Yeah. How do you set it up? Like, what is, what is your first thought? of when you like, you have, you have your little schedule and you're like, you're ready to go. Right. Or on your phone, right. On my schedule, yeah. I'm ready, ready to go. Like what, what do you put in first? Okay. So the first thing that I do, this is when I wake up in the morning, it's usually around five 30 in the morning, something like that. I write in a planner. I write everything in a planner, everything that I'm planning on doing. And I organize based off of priority, what I want to get done for the day. Um, and, uh, and then I see what pockets of time I have, and I don't necessarily assign anything to those pockets of time. I just have a little list of things that I know I want to get done in those pockets of time and whatever happens will happen. Mm. Um, and then I don't know if I'm answering your question properly. You're here, doing but... great. Yeah. I mean, okay, yeah, that's cool. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And then I take a look at the clients that I have. Um, so especially if I have a new client or somebody I'm not as familiar with, or if there's a specific problem that I'm trying to suss out with somebody, um, then I start to look into things that might help me solve those problems. Or um, 
I look over the notes that I had from our previous session and I say, okay, well, it looks like this exercise brought on this sensation and this happened when we did this. And so I start thinking of maybe different ways that I could go about doing, whether it's the same movement or whether it's a different movement or whether it's solving something that, um, that we noticed was an issue for the client. Um, and I totally overthink it. <laughs> totally overthink it, spend way too much time on it. And then, um, and then when I get the client in front of me, we don't do any of the things that I researched <laughs> because what they tell me is something completely different from what I was thinking. Um, but, uh, it's, and then from there, it's just client after client. I usually will take like 15 minutes, 30 minutes for breaks every now and then. And, uh, and then I, I come home and I'm more, I work on more stuff. So whether it's doing my edX course or um, whether it's going over things that I noticed that day um, or brushing up on my anatomy by, I sometimes I'll just, I'll sit in my car and I'll like touch my shoulder and I'll like abduct my shoulder, you know, and I'll no, that, that makes sense. I'll just, sense. just while I'm sitting in traffic, you know. <laughs> I, had, I had an instructor one time, he told me that um, he was on a plane and he was going over adductors and like the steward, the steward came over and, and it was like, or the flight attendant was, was came, like came over and he's like, he's like, sir, are, are you okay? Cause he had his hands like all over his groin. And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. Why? <laughs> I'm like, sir. Because your hands you're being completely off. inappropriate yeah, right now. It's like right now thing. you're either pretending to be Michael Jackson or <laughs> this, this is really wrong. <laughs> oh man. So so interestingly enough, I was recently on a plane with my uh, trail guide to the body mm. book and uh and was actually doing some similar, not not adductor specifically, but I was doing a lot of shoulder, shoulder stuff. I'm, I'm working on shoulders right now in case you haven't noticed. The interesting thing that somebody said to me once was, um, when you make your schedule, and I don't know if this helps at all, but like when you make your schedule, always schedule yourself first. No, oh, it's a good one. And he's like, He's like, so you're going to have all these things that you want to do and all these people that you want to work with and all these whatever, but there's only one priority and rather than priorities, because like if it's priorities, then, then there's no priority. It's like, it doesn't exist then. It's like multitasking. Mm -hmm. And he's like, so if you want to do that thing, schedule it, then schedule all your clients or it's like you, you prioritize your self-care and yeah. then your study. So it's like, okay, though, I know, I know what I'm scheduling first in my planner and then, and then I don't feel scattered. Yeah. That's, um, that's so true. It's something I've been working on, um, this, this year, this, 2022 has been the year of boundaries and learning how to prioritize things. You know, um, I think people who have people who are busy in general, we have a, a tendency towards chaos sometimes because we have so much on our plates and it can become hard to prioritize. Um, and I, 
I really felt recently, I, I, I was texting with you recently about how um, scattered I felt, um, but uh, learning how to manage all of the things that I want to learn as somebody who's just, I'm such a learner. I want to be, I want to know all the things. And so every time there's a question, I just want to know about it right now, you know, so I'm, I'm looking it up right now. And then I have no direction. It's a, it's then a rabbit hole, right? It's such a rabbit hole, but, um, but I've been trying to be better about doing this prioritizing thing with my self-care particularly. And I really do need to start working on it a little bit more with my, with my education stuff mm. too. You know, um, I think primarily I just, I've been looking at these, I've been looking at my life a lot and, and how much time I spend at work and just trying to kind of like put my education stuff and fit it into <laughs> that time to try and give myself more me time. Mm -hmm. And then it never ends up, never ends up working out that way, you know, mm -hmm. always ends up being the kind of thing where, where I'm still not, I'm still not prioritizing the things that I really need to. So yeah, that is, it's an ongoing project. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you ever do the, um, do you ever do the, the, the need game? No, oh, no. What's that? You'd love that. I mean, I probably the do game. the need game. <laughs> so do you have a piece of paper handy? Mm, I don't, but I have my phone. Your phone. So you can type these in, right? Okay. Type down in your notes, like um, all the things that you, that you need to do, like do like the top four. Top four. Yeah. Okay. Top four needs. Okay, and, and say, as you're saying it, say it out loud, like, I need to, and then go ahead and read them out, if, if, it's, if, it's, if it's okay to read them out loud. Oh, it's totally okay to read them out loud. And of course, it's really interesting, because as soon as I wrote down, I wrote the first four things that come to my mind. Mm -hmm. But now, as I'm thinking about it, I feel like there should be more than four, which is mm. part of the problem. But okay, let me read these to you. Um, so I need to study, I need to exercise, I need to spend time with my animals and I need to eat food. I need to eat things I wrote down. The, the whole food thing is a, is a really good one. I need to. <laughs> so what, what I love about the word like need, need is a, is like a, it's, a, it's like pressure language. Like it puts, yeah. it's like puts a lot of stress, like need and have like need and have to, like need to have to. Um, if you if you switch need to to get, switch need to get, mm -hmm. and then read this them. This is a game I need to play. Let's see, I just changed it. I get to study. I get to exercise, I get to be with my animals, and I get to eat food. Oh, I do get to eat food. You get to eat food. <laughs> and the coolest thing is that there's a, there's a question that usually pops up off of that. Mm -hmm. When do you get to do that? Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's cool. Like, okay, so what I do is I off of that, I'm like, okay, get out your get out your planner right now. 
right? I, that's what I would say. Like right now, yeah. get out your planner. Yeah. Write out when you're going to get to study. Schedule it now. Right now. When yeah. am I going? When am I going to eat? Schedule it right now. So it's like those me times. This is this this is great that that we're that we're talking about this because this this was a problem for me for over a decade, like yeah. well over a decade. And every everything else came first except my needs, right? And I'm and sure I you're need. not alone. <laughs> yeah, and, and and like I get to do these things now because I I I want them. Like I really want those things to happen. So, you know, there was a it was wild. Like there was a, a colleague in his 40s that. Um, geez, when was it? Was it Monday? It, this week's been really weird because, like, yeah, a doctor friend of ours literally is in his forties, walked out to his car, cardiac event, dead. Wow, forties, just gone. And we're like, okay, this is like, there's there is no time. There really is only what we prioritize. Like, what is our priority? What is my priority? Um, how is that? How is that manifesting? Um, and and it starts with small games like this. Even even like the word should like that. I love the the old should detox. Like the should detoxes are, are great. Um, changing up all the things I should do. Right. Yeah. Like, okay. So that's a, that's a whole nother fun fun game to play start with the needs <laughs> these are the needs and planets these are all things i mean i've 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 been um i've been thinking a lot about language right about the things that the the self-talk right the things that we say to ourselves in order to you know just get along with our day and mm. um i hear you know when you work with clients you hear a lot of negative self-talk you know um, and it starts to make you think about the way that you talk to yourself. Hmm. And I think that that's so important what you're saying, you know, the, the shifting of the mindset, right? Like shifting from like, this is something that I have to do that makes it feel like it's so like, it's like, it's forced, like it's, but in reality, you know, to, to, to shift, shift over to a place where like, this is, this is, this is amazing and i have the opportunity to do this this is something i get to do like i, I want, love that I want so to do much. it yeah like i want to do this i get to do this yeah um i will do this at this time you know and and you brought up something very very unique as well is that like those words there, there's you ever hear the word word spell like a what a spell is like spells right yeah. um and in, in, in what's really funny, and I never thought about this. I mean, I, I I only thought about this when somebody brought it up to me about um, about a year ago, and and they were like, um, spells are words that have power for an individual over an individual. Words that have power hmm. over an individual, and it's funny because like, what do what do kids do when they try to put the right letters in the right sequence? for words like what 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 is that called like when they're in front of class and they have to put spelling the, yeah it's called spelling yeah <laughs> so the whole time that we're we're learning words of power is that we're casting spells from the earliest ages in in 
like it's just we it goes right underneath the radar like our coaching and like our schedules and like everything else we have huge opportunity by choosing the words that have the right power for us and for me i would say not us i would say me i have the i have the opportunity to use words instead of a us category and, and I'm putting that projection out there and for me um, I have that opportunity to do those things and when people feel that and they recognize that um, they I, I believe that that uh, or I don't believe I notice that it empowers other people to do the same and lead by example yeah. type of deal so that's that's yes. fun that's fun to play it's fun to play especially as a coach yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with your, um, it's, it's like being in a room with somebody who's being really loud and then you just bring your voice down a little bit and then they just start to do it too. <laughs> <laughs> loud and close talkers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this um, is awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking for, what, what are the things that, that, that you believe or that you see us going for in the next couple of weeks? Yeah, I have a feeling we'll talk about a lot of muscle system stuff. Um, that that to me is just so interesting, and I could always use, I could always use talking about it out loud. Um, it's not really until you start talking about something that you know whether you really understand it or not. If you can teach it to somebody else, mm -hmm. um, so maybe let's maybe let's say this. So for our next episode. Um, which by the way, I'm really excited about. I don't, I I've always wanted to be on a podcast, so this is great. <laughs> um, but, uh, how about, how about talking about just like skeletal structure <laughs> and joint structure and function. And of course, we're not going to be able to cover everything because I think there's a, a lot that can be said about it, but maybe we can just kind of riff about the things that we've noticed or things that are interesting or, um, that sort of that sort of stuff. What do you think about that? I think that's awesome. Joint structure, how it applies to exercise, yeah. um, and then how it also may apply towards situational uh, problem solving. Absolutely. That sounds it's, awesome. As that really, um, it's one of those things, you know, hips, pocket, <laughs> depth, and all that stuff. Like, let's talk about it. I think people need to know about it. And a lot of times we don't think about that kind of stuff as, as fitness professionals. We're just like, why can't you squat like yeah. that? Yeah. Why yeah. can't you make it look like this? Well, there's, there's a lot of surface conversations about, um, about squats, lunges, presses, instead of, mm -hmm. okay, what about, um, what, what about this makes this appropriate right now? Uh, what are we hoping to get out of this, um, mm -hmm. out of this exercise? Like what's the, what's the purpose of this exercise? What's the goal of this exercise? Um, yes. and then also it's like, what are the risks? Like, what are the potential risks for this? Because there, there are times where, um, yes, there are, are a whole bunch of opportunities with exercise and exploration of exercise. There's also times where people have known pathologies. So being smart around pathology and, but also um, curious into, into um, how, like how to be curious with using forces in your body so that um, you, you don't Absolutely. ask your body a question that can 
permanently answer it in the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how does this work? Like oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, sorry about that, that you can't use your leg ever again. You know, it's like, I'm sorry about that. Didn't mean for that to happen. Didn't mean to break your femur. <laughs> right. Didn't mean for that to snap in half like that. Oh, you have osteoporosis. Oh, yeah. yeah right. I'm the professional. Okay. You're paying me. <laughs> Or suing me, you know. Or suing me. You know, I'm paying you. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Mel, thank you so much for being a part of this. This is going to be great. Any closing thoughts? Um, yes, I do have some closing thoughts. My, I would like to say to everybody out there who is a fitness professional, you don't know shit. <laughs> Learn more things. <laughs> 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 I feel that way. I feel that way every day. <laughs> Same. I'm like, why doesn't everybody feel this way? <laughs> I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not bored. <laughs> Mel, you're the best. I look, totally look forward to our next meeting. Thank you so much for being on the show. You rock. Thank you so much for having me. You're awesome. Bye, Keith. <laughs>